Hey family and welcome home. I am Dr. Tony Brown and this is my husband, Pastor Craig Brown. And this is the Breakthrough with the Browns, a podcast all about real talk, real stories, and real growth. Welcome guys, this is episode number four and we're super excited to talk about this one. I have my opinions on this and I can't wait to chat about them. The topic for today is why do people give up on marriages and relationships so easily these days? Um, that's a huge topic. I've watched many of my friends, including myself, um, abandon their relationships for one reason or another. But today is the time for us to talk about the why. So Pastor Brown or Pastor Baby, what are your thoughts on why people are just throwing in the towel? Well, um, well first of all, family and my baby, I love you, and to the family, thank y'all for joining us today. Um, it's funny, these aren't easy subjects. I, I, I tell you, these They're are not. not easy subjects. And um, as I've said on previous podcasts, my wife and I, we don't script these things out. We'll maybe deal with a hot topic um, that is prevalent in society at that time, but we don't we don't script out what we say, so it reminds you that everything we're hearing, you're hearing is raw. And then after we finish taping, we say, oh, wow, man, we should have said something else, right? But you're getting our raw feedback. Yeah. And so, um, but this question about why do people give up on relationships or marriages um, really so quickly? You know, I mean, first things first, uh, if you start a relationship off, um, and a relationship has a shallow foundation, mm -hmm. right? Shallow foundation, meaning if it was simply based off of, you know, she's cute, he's cute, you know, um, and then you jump right heavily, quickly into an intimate relationship, then before establishing a strong foundation mm -hmm. of friendship, then what happens is, is that, um, your perspective can get a little skewed, right? Because again, I used to work in architecture and, and a strong foundation is so critical to the success or the stability of that structure and relationships are no different than that. And so the relationships that start off with great friendships, um, a solid foundation. And again, you know, we're a Christian, we're a Christian podcast. And so, that if you invite the Lord into your relationship in the beginning mm -hmm. and you keep him in the relationship, oftentimes those relationships sustain further. But I've got some deeper thoughts, but Lady Tony, how about you initially? What are your initial thoughts on that? Yeah, and I agree with you, Pastor Baby, that people jump into relationships or marriages not really knowing who they are marrying. Mm -hmm. um, it's almost like a popcorn or a instant marriage that happens they get married because they feel like they're in love but really it could be lust because you know they love how the person looks or they love what the person is doing for them but they don't know who that person is on a deeper level they don't know their values they don't know their morals they just know what they're seeing with their naked eye yeah. and i think that's part of the problem the other part of the problem i think is we just don't value those vows anymore. Mm. When we say for better or worse, do we really mean that? 
we great when it's for the better. Yeah. But Lord forbid if there's a worse, worse meaning infidelity or worse meaning a horrible sickness or mm -hmm. worse meaning depression. We can't seem to handle that. And we quickly say, you know what? I'm done with it. There's somebody out there better for me. I'm not going to put the work in to yeah. keep this relationship together. That's my initial. You know, you know what's interesting? Um, first of all, you're right. And I don't want this to be, and I know you don't either. I mean, we don't want it to be some sort of thing where we're pretending to be experts, right? I mean, I mean, we both came to each other. We had been in relationships and or marriages before and mm -hmm. and unfortunately those marriages ended in divorce and and we found ourselves having to try and date again and start over and so we know what that's like i mean right now i mean if you look at the, the statistics i think about 55 to 60 percent of first-time marriages in the divorce and then for second marriages that number jumps to 75 percent three out of every four second marriages end in divorce. And that's very, very, it's very, very sobering. And so, so then what happens is, um, you know, a couple of, I think it was one or maybe podcast number two we did um, a few weeks ago, we talked about this thing about the scarcity of men. And, and we talked about, I think that was the subject we dealt with scarcity of men or, uh, what was it? Uh, there was another bottom line is we, we talked about the fact that um, sometimes if you're in a situation where you have, oh, no, it wasn't the scarcity of men, baby. It was the one where we talked about friendships. Yes. Right. We talked about friendships. And the reason why that's relevant is what happens is, is when you get into a marriage or into a relationship, um, there's always what I would call hangers on, right? Particularly, God forbid, if you're having to start over, there's always hangers on in which people that you had had relationships with, um, friendships with, or relationships with prior to saying I do to somebody, that what happens is, is that they just, because they don't want to lose that connection to you, that individual is willing to operate in the shadows, right? So then what happens is, is when you get into a relationship and we said this a couple of podcasts ago and you start to have challenges with that person, instead of digging deep to resolve the issue with you and your particular person, you start to moonwalk backwards to old habits, right? Because you go back to a place of familiarity and comfort. And that's why that podcast a couple of times ago um, where we talked about, you know, should we have relationships of the opposite sex is so critical because if you're having an issue and I just don't feel like I have the emotional bandwidth to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And again, not our situation now, thank God. <laughs> but if I, if you're, if you were having an issue and I didn't commit to those vows, yeah. And you're bound in that issue and, and because you're emotionally distracted, you can't perform for me sexually, you can't perform for me this, then what happens is my natural fleshly tendency is to go get Lolo, and I'm making up a name Lolo, right? But it's to go get somebody who's not dealing with your issues yeah. 
at the time. And so I've broken the vow and I'm not resolving our relationship or helping you heal so that we can get back to a healthy place. Right. And that's why that whole situation where the challenge is, is that if we love Christ, and again, we're a Christian podcast and make no apologies about that. If we love Christ and we love then our wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it, he sacrificed his own comfort yeah. for his love for his bride. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is, is if my wife is in a place where she's just, she's hitting a valley, we have peaks and we have valleys. She's hitting a valley period. I got, I said to you, when I stood in front of you, that when we, when we're on the mountain is easy. But when we're struggling and we lose a job or a kid is sick or we're sick or or we go through a period of, of depression or sadness, I got to be able to thug it out with you in the trenches to show, yeah, I meant what I said when I said for better or for worse. Mm -hmm. You know, what's you know? funny is I, I think that social media has. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it has really given a false perspective on what a relationship and a marriage should be um, because all you really see for the most part on social media are all the good things that couples are doing because couples really don't show when they at the house going at it, mm. screaming and yelling. Um, people believe that everything that they see on social media is the truth mm. and it's not. And I think they look at that and say, you know what? I want a relationship just like that. And that is not mm. the case. Um, relationships have their ups and downs. Like Pastor Baby mentioned, there's valleys and there are highs and lows, right? And I feel like when we get in those trenches with our spouse, that's where the marriage grows yeah. and it continues to help the foundation of the marriage. Every time we're able to get through a situation, whether it's infidelity or whatever, when we get through it, we're stronger because of it. And I think people are missing the fact that everything is not going to be peaches and cream every day. And you have to be willing to really dig deep, love your spouse throughout whatever situation you're going through. And this may not just necessarily be for marriage. It could also be for relationships as well. People that are not quite married yet. But the point is we have to remember that everything is not going to be roses yeah. every day. And we have to deal with that person no matter what they're going through because neither one of us are perfect. I'm sure there's several things you can say about me right now that you can't stand. But that's okay because you, <laughs> at the end of the day, you still love me and yeah. you're still there for me. Yeah. And people miss that part. Yeah. They want to marry somebody perfect when they themselves are not perfect. Yeah. So that's why there seems to be some disconnect and why people give up so easily. Yeah. That foundation, that foundation is so real. Um, now, let me qualify a couple of things because this is important. Um there are such things as unhealthy environments, right? I've been, I've seen situations where um, the person, male or female, because mm -hmm. females can be in 
physically abusive and emotionally abusive. I've seen that situation as well. In other words, if you're the man and you're being abusive to your to your woman, that's not godly. That's not healthy. That is not sisters. Safe. That is not safe, right? And God didn't ordain that. So let's get that clear. We're not asking you to sit there and endure being somebody's punching bag. Right. Like that, God ain't in that. Let's just say that unequivocally, hands down, period, in the story. But to what Lady Tony said, <laughs> there's this term, and I know you've heard it before. I, I was watching this in um, a about a, a few weeks ago. One of the, the couples that we watch on Love and Marriage Potomac, right? I think it's what it's called. DC, is that what it's called? They said, oh, we just grew apart. We just grew apart. We became oh, that, that is Potomac. Potomac, right? Is it? I think, I don't know, whatever. Something that, <laughs> one of these TV shows, right? They said that the person just grew apart. And let's talk about that because we just became different people. We grew apart. Mm -hmm. um, like, for example, I'll, I'll give an example. Let's say that when we were together, let's say we were, college sweethearts or we were young in our careers when we first started and let's say your career this is hypothetical but let's say your career started to take off but I was still struggling to figure out where I wanted to go and then your star is shining you're glowing you're growing in terms of your career and I'm still struggling and now there is an imbalance right so you're thriving you're you're the the big girl on campus, if you will, and I'm still struggling. Mm -hmm. And now, quote unquote, you are not on the same, dare I say this bad word, you're not on the same level as your spouse. Mm -hmm. So now, I don't know, talk about that. Because you've had a situation like that, not, I don't have to say specifically, but you know people have dealt with that in your life, friends and others. Talk about that from a woman's perspective when you're on a different level, quote unquote, than your man. Yeah, so when I think about different levels, let's just say my level, my star was shinier than my Whoever. significant other at, at the time. Um, it's really about thinking through, are you willing to help pull your spouse up to your level versus looking down on them saying, well, you're not where I am. So I'm going to just throw you away and push you to the side. Mm -hmm. In my particular case, I, I can't say that I was on another level than from somebody else, but if I was in that situation and I truly love that person and I said those vows to them, I would do my very best to pull us up together. Um, that's kind of my first initial reaction to the question is because I want to make sure that I'm not putting myself on this pedestal mm -hmm. as if I'm perfect and, and this person below me is just yeah. like the scum of the earth. That's not how I'm wired. Yeah. So that's not how I would handle it. But there are people who believe that they're better than others. Let's just keep it, keep it real. It's true. It's, it's um, true. Yeah. But we have to remember that we are all God's children. Yeah. We are all imperfect creatures and we should not be judging what level a person is on and believing that we're better than anyone else because we are not. Yeah. If you said a vow with that person to marry them, 
then you should be willing to stick in there as much as you can to try to make it work. The challenge I see is no one's really trying to make it work. The first time something goes wrong, people are out. And that's the part that concerns me, bothers me, and quite honestly, when I was younger and married before, my tolerance level was probably about this big. Hence the reason I got divorced. Um, you know, in hindsight, could I have worked harder, tried harder, done better? Absolutely. But I was young and dumb. I'm just going to be real with y'all. I was young and dumb. Um, and so now that I'm older and wiser, I understand we have to stay in the trenches with our partner to make it work. You know, what's interesting. We had a conversation at church, um, a couple of weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, and, um, there's this beautiful young lady that's a part of our ministry. Um, and her name is Tori and, and she's, she's awesome. And she, she made this comment that, um, she said, pastor Craig, I want to be somebody's wife and I'm cool with that. I want to, I want to serve my husband. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I looked at her and I just smiled because can I be frank with you? She's a gem gem she's a gem she's a precious jewel and a lot of people lady tony i know you believe don't think like that anymore for her to say those words in an environment in which people want to have their star shining bright and this is my social image and this is my this and that this amazing woman of god said i want to be somebody's wife i don't want to do this alone i don't want my own i don't want to have an identity outside of our marriage and our relationship. And she was talking about that's the sort of woman she aspires to be. Can I be honest with you? A lot of people don't think and feel that way anymore. You know why? Because they consider that weak. They consider that perspective as old fashioned and weak. But can I be frank with you? Some of us men desire a queen like that that says, you know what? If you're willing to bless and serve me, I will give my life to take care of and provide for you. So can I ask you a question about that comment? (laughs) We're getting real here, people. All right. So you just mentioned that the young lady, which I love, um, said that her identity would be the marriage and serving her husband. Sure. Do you think that's a healthy mindset? In my opinion, yes, I want to serve you. I want to be your wife. But I also feel like I need to have my own identity as well. Do you think that women need to also have their own space and identity to flourish and grow? Absolutely. I mean, one of the things, and that's the thing that any woman who makes the declaration that says she wants to be, um, she wants to be that Proverbs 31 Mm -hmm. woman for her husband and for her family, um, still has her own identity. Um, that's the thing about it, that she doesn't forfeit or sacrifice who she is in order to be a godly wife in a relationship. And that's the part, and I'm so glad you asked that question, because even you, you got your career, you got your things, but you folks, you, I don't understand. My wife makes me breakfast. She makes me breakfast in bed. She willingly serves and supports me um, and boosts me up 
while still having her own identity. She's Dr. Tony Brown before Dr. Tony before she met me. And now she's Dr. Tony Brown, my wife and my first lady. And so in other words, you can have both. And the thing and that's what and I love that question. That's what some folks don't realize. Just because you submit to a husband that loves you and that supports you, you're not sacrificing who you are to do that. To be honest with you, it's through that submission that I now want to earn the right to be your husband, that I want to now be that man that you deserve because you've humbled yourself to allow me to be the head. Y'all, that was a key word. She allows me to be the head of the family. Yeah. Right. She allows me to do that, even though she was thugging it out and killing it before I met her. But when I came in, she allowed me to step into that role of leadership. Mm -hmm. And that's what Tori was saying is that I don't want to be, I don't want to be at all. Yeah. And so, so back to this point, I know I don't don't know how much time we have, but I just want to share marriages. The grit of a marriage isn't test, isn't, doesn't shine until it's tested. Whether it's health, whether it's financial, whether it's whatever, that's when you know you got something. Mm-hmm. Not when you off, you know, in in the Maldives or Dubai or, or posting all the stuff on Instagram. It's when your husband or your wife gets sick. It's when your kids, God forbid, get diagnosed with an illness, mm-hmm. right? Or when you get laid off of a job and your identity, yeah, you know, your income or whatever is threatened. Are we still a team? Or that's your issue and I'm out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The strength of a marriage is built on the tests that happen in the marriage. That's when you know you have somebody that's got your back. Yeah. You have somebody that's not going to allow anything or anyone infiltrate what we have. True that. Um, And so, yeah, for me, that's kind of where we are as a couple. Yeah. And our hope is that the listeners that are listening right now will at least get something out of this. So if you're going through something right now, know that if you just work on it and both individuals are willing to work through it, it can be okay. So just keep that in mind as you're going through your day um, and thinking about your marriage and your relationships. Yeah. Babe, is there anything else you want to no. talk about? Well, you know, I'll tell you, I mean, the one thing is that, and to your point, because you know we talked about both relationships and marriage. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, um, because we didn't go through the top reasons, whether it's money, sex, you know, all of those things, because mm-hmm. in an upcoming podcast, we're going to talk about really the struggles of living your relationship in the public eye. Like you you alluded to this a little bit earlier. Social media is a killer of relationships, y'all. Yeah. A killer. Because what happens is that's a whole different level of stress yes. that you put on your relationship. It is. And we got to stop that, right? We got to stop that. Um, but the thing I will tell you, the book of Hebrews says is that marriage is honorable. We don't talk about this piece, but it says marriage is honorable and the bed, the bedroom is undefiled. In other words, because money is an issue, sex is an issue, endorsement, public affirmation, all of those things. But 
<laughs> we almost need a, a, a part two, part three, part four on this subject because it's so deep that we could possibly do that. But we'll bring it in for a close. But remember, he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord and allow the Lord to both bless you, man, and bless your spouse. And when you love her the way Jesus loved us as his bride, we sacrifice um, even some of our own conveniences to sacrifice for her. That marriage will be blessed. And so we love you in Jesus' name. Yeah. So that's it, guys. Episode four is a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in to break the breakthrough with the Browns. Real talk, real stories, real growth. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Share, share, share with all of your friends. And if you're in the DFW area, we would love for you to come and visit our church, Victory Station Ministries. You can go to our website at victorystationministries.org to get all the information. Um, and also you can live stream if you're not in the city and come and join us and worship with us. Sure.